Welcome to the Higher Self Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you unravel anything keeping you from a life of true abundance, joy, and happiness, which is your birthright. Each week, we'll bring in different guests specifically tailored to help you on your journey to discovering your higher self, whether it's spirituality, business, finances, health, or relationships, there are no topics that are off limits. So get ready and enjoy this week's episode of The Higher Self. Welcome to this week's episode of The Higher Self. This week's episode is very, very dear to my heart. And it's dear to my heart because I have someone very dear to my heart here with me, my brother, Jack Lane. How are you, bro? I'm good, man. Very excited to be here. I love Austin. I love being in your home. Love seeing you do your thing. So thank you for having me. You know, we have, let me, let me, I, f- I first want to share with everybody what the intention was for the show. And that is that, like, I love you. Like, you're my boy. You know that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, there's something about you. And, like, we have stories. We've mm-hmm. been, like, on journeys together. This is a, a picture of where we met in Mexico. We ended up finding each other just coincidentally at a Joe Dispenza retreat, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, we always seem to like gravitate back towards each other. I love it. Right? And and I don't I don't think of you as Asian. Mm-hmm. I know you don't think of me as like Hispanic. You're just my boy. Brothers. My, my brothers. Yeah. And yet something happened the other day that brought up something within my heart that I felt like we have to discuss. Mm-hmm. And that is I saw I saw this documentary on hbo called 38 at the garden 38 at the garden with yeah. the story of jeremy lynn yeah right yeah. and which if you have not seen that episode i highly recommend like drop everything go watch it yeah only 38 minutes it's only 38 up. minutes yeah, yeah. How, how beautiful that they did yeah. it that way but the reason why i'm saying you got to watch it is because what that did mm. was it instantly took me back to what i was seeing you doing on instagram yeah which when all of the Asian hate was coming on, you yeah. were the leader of that movement. I was one of them, yeah. You were one of them, right? Yeah, and you yeah. were doing some big things. And I'm going to be honest with you, man, I didn't understand it. Yeah, totally. Like like from the, from the outside, I didn't understand it. But then when I saw the Jeremy Lin documentary, yeah. it was like, oh, you I get it. it. And you know what? They're speaking some truth. There is an issue here. Yeah. And I can, and I can, and I can, I can validate that issue because I remember that when I was selling real estate and in business, mm-hmm. I think I even told you this yeah, when we first met, yeah. I said, I never sold a house to an Asian person. Mm. It was like, it was like, it was like they did their thing and like they stuck with the Asian uh-huh. realtors mm-hmm. and then like we did our thing and like, it, it's, it's almost as if like I never attracted them or something. Right. Imagine if there was a collab. Like you guys would have done. I mean, you, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like us, right? Yeah, like us. This is it. And that's when I thought, you know, there's, there's definitely a thing. Like I hate separation, mm-hmm. you know, and and there's not much that I could use that word towards, but separation is one of them. Mm-hmm. And I really, in that film, I felt the pain of Asian Americans, yeah. and I also felt the joy, like what it must have felt like for. For to be an Asian American to see like one of you, someone that yeah. looks like you, like make it. Yeah, I you mean, a, a lot of Americans can't name three famous Asian Americans, right? Like they still go back to Jackie Chan and Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee. I thought Bruce Lee. Yeah, but that was like forty years ago. Yeah, you know, like 
the the fact that there has been no new big name besides Jeremy Lin, it's it goes to show like Asian Americans are kind of just swept under the rug and kind of told to do the average thing to help out to not make any noise and and kind of scapegoated a lot be, and and we can see that from coronavirus right like what Trump was saying blaming uh, China on uh, blaming coronavirus to China right right and um, we saw the side effects of that during um, the pandemic when we saw uptick in Asian hate crimes 300 percent increase um, you know we saw elders grandparents just you know taking a walk on the street like you know trying to get some air trying to get some groceries and you see these young men and women just running up and to them and just chucking them and throwing them off their wheelchairs and 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 a, a lot of them passed away and as asians you know our grandparents sacrificed a lot for us to get to this country and here we are just seeing the people that we have so much reverence towards right like we as asian americans we 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 bring our grandparents into our home we don't leave them right and i and, love that yeah we, we we sacrifice so much for them right and here they are just getting tossed around, um, getting harassed, like the end of their lives, you know, like they just want to retire, have a peaceful, uh, uh, watch their, have a peaceful uh, transition, watch their grandchildren play. And here they are just getting harassed and scared to go outside. What did that uh, feel like? Man, it, it resonated a lot with me, you know, because when I was a kid, I, I, I know that my grandpa was, was robbed in New York. And uh, he came home trying to hide it from my mom, and and it, it sucks. It, it was like it, it brought all this anger and rage out in me, and I was just like, I can't believe this is happening. Almost, almost to the point where I was numb. Like it's happening so much, I didn't even want to see it anymore. Trying to block it from my heart, like get this away from me. This is this is bad media, but that was a reality that a lot of people were facing. And so many Asian Americans didn't have the tools, didn't have the avenues, and didn't have the outlets to express themselves. And they just kind of store it within them. Mm. And that just manifests in pain and yeah. pain towards others and so, separation. So, so you're sitting there and you're watching this all go down, right? Wa yeah. which, which, you know, I, 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 I think that was a bad move by Trump. That was, it was a, it was a bad move and it wasn't, it just wasn't, thought through properly yeah. obviously and it's still being used i know like I dr know. oz used anti-china um tactics during this election during the election yeah like recently last month you know and it's like this is the new political strategy mm. if you're especially if you're republican right to have division and war I, I, against see, china I, see, I, I hate that i just yeah i hate that but okay yeah yeah and so and so what did what did that feel like for you? You're sitting there, you're in New York, which must have yeah. been horrible in itself, being in COVID in New York. Terrible, yeah. And um, you know, it, you know, firstly, it impacted my business, right? I used to own multiple restaurants, and most of my employees were Asian students. And before, you know, we even shut down, my business saw like a fifty percent decrease in, in sales. Was this because of COVID? This was, this was because people were associating Asian people with COVID. Got it. And and then I had to shut my business down, like right wow. after. Um, so I was just in this weird place, like what is happening? Um, and it brought back a lot of these feelings from when I was a kid, trying to survive, trying to adapt, 
not knowing who was after me. Um, and I felt like, I felt like a lot of people were feeling this feeling it was reemerging or it was new to a lot of people. Like some people never faced racism, but now it's like right in front of you. You can't avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were never an activist in your past life? Never an activist. Like, never did anything like that? Just what never. happened? How did this start? We, you, you were holding some of the largest rallies, share with everybody, you were holding yeah. some of the largest rallies ever held yeah. in America. Yeah, organized the largest ever Asian American rally in history, um, did I, it again in, in Times Square, um, took over all the Times Square billboards, had Rihanna come out um, and, you know, did it again and again, and just just kind of started this movement where everyone else who saw a young man stand up for their community and they and they saw me and they're like, "Hey, I could do that." Yeah, like he's not different than me. He's not an activist. He's not political. He has no nonprofit. He's just a regular him. guy. Regular guy. Yeah. But uh, to answer your question, we were at this meditation retreat, you and I, and during that time, I saw a. Uh, a video of a man getting stabbed in the back um and just he just got stabbed he was a 35 year old asian man walking in chinatown and he just gets stabbed not robbed just stabbed and then the guy walks away and and this hit different because when there's attacks on chinatown that's where a lot of asians go to feel seen to feel safe to feel belonging and this was kind of like an attack on a home turf you know and this triggered me so much and we're at this meditation retreat and I'm trying to sleep. I'm, I'm, it's so nice here. I'm trying to relax and I'm just like, can't sleep. Got this jitter. Like, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Right. And, and then that night, it was a Tuesday night and I prayed to God that night. And I said, God, if I'm supposed to do something here, you let me know. Like, I'm going to surrender this to you. Like, you let me know. Like, give me my peace tonight. I'm gonna, I wanna sleep. I, I got this Joe Dispenza retreat, right? Yeah. Um, go to sleep. And then obviously we have meditations for like the rest of the five days. Every single day, every single meditation, all I saw was leading these people in a park, bringing <laughs> thousands of people together, not knowing what to do, just like, you gotta do this. And then I'm like, oh my God, five days in a row, all I saw in those five, six, seven, eight hour meditations, all I saw. And I'm like, man, that looks like a hard thing to do. Let me go find someone to do it. <laughs> like yeah. as an entrepreneur, we're like, let me outsource this, right? Let me find someone to lead. And I'm looking through my phone, looking through hundreds of contacts. I scroll to the bottom. I'm like, wait a minute, who can do this? Like, it has to be you, like you, felt the pain of racism you've been through it you've been beaten you've seen your mom cry because you've come home and she didn't know what to do you've seen your grandpa get robbed you know you've adapted you joined the gangs to survive and 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 then you got this gift of healing and i and the resources and the people like this is your purpose you go and solve the problem for your people like right. and it all made sense at that moment i was like what I always ask myself, Danny, like, why did I get picked on? Why was I beaten in front of my house? Why did my mom have to see me come home bloodied and bruised and her as an immigrant, not speaking any English, don't know what to do, you know, like, and I'm a kid, you know, she, she has no idea what to do. And I have to pretend to be strong for her so that, 
so that she won't be weak, right? Even though I'm the one that just got physically assaulted. And all these things, all these memories start coming up. And, and then I'm looking on television, seeing what is the response to the hate. And there is no fucking response. It's like we have these older mom and dad organizations standing up rallying. And it's like, you know, small groups and they're doing their part. And they, they've kind of been involved in this. But it wasn't like, it wasn't something I would attend. It wasn't like electrifying. It wasn't cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I went back, you know, every, a lot of people went to Tulum after to celebrate and have some fun and, and you know, integrate the retreat. I was like, I got something to do. You know, I, I told you, I, I got to go back. I got to fix this. And so I was scared. And a lot of times I wanted to do nothing because it's scary. It's a lot of work. A lot of times it's easier to do nothing. It's bro. so easy to yeah. do nothing. And it, it takes um, courage. It takes courage. Like, so. Yeah. It, it, you know, I was, there was days where I was just freezing. I would call up my friends like, hey, like very influential friends, like, hey, we got to do something. Here's what we got to do. And they're like, Jack, Asians don't rally. Like, that's not our thing. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? So we're just not going to do anything? Like, yeah. Like, there's risk, right? There's, what if uh, someone gets hurt during a rally? What if there's a COVID outbreak, right? What if no one shows up? What if the police come? What if it's not successful? I'm like, what if we don't do anything? Right. Right. And that kind of like shows the 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 fear in the, in the Asian community is like, what if, what if, what if? It's like, dude, fuck what if. Yeah. Like we gotta go take action. Who knows what that action is? But the intention is to go raise awareness and go let these people know that they're seen. Like they're like let them feel it. You know what the beautiful thing is, Jack, is that like the be and this is why I did this show is because at the end of the day we we're human beings totally and everything that you just said is the same what ifs about starting a business totally about going after that girl you want right, right? or or going after that relationship you want right mm -hmm. about about starting to go to the gym mm -hmm. about you know going and and sitting in plant medicine ceremony right. and healing yourself there's always going to be that risk and it's so beautiful to watch that regardless of the circumstance the thing and the magic that it that it takes is courage it's courage it's courage and what i love is that for you it wasn't a a jack inspired courage i believe it was like god bro. i think it was, it was like, divine because i know what it's like to go deep in meditation like that yeah you know and if you saw it all the time like that it definitely was i was possessed danny i was you know taking in little momentum it was like a startup like i got a little win i got i brought someone on they were they agreed to be part of it then people started sharing in facebook then i launched on instagram promoted it like a party promoted it like a business just like made it electrifying made it cool made it fun to be around made made it seem relatable and then six thousand instagram shares later you know this you know, 10,000 plus people attending, the largest ever rally in Asian American history. And where was it? It was in New York City Got during it. the pandemic. Got it. You know, like, and it was just electrifying. But like, that just goes to show you how passionate these, these people were willing to, at that point in time, risk their lives. Risk everything. Because, because you didn't know, you know, right. about COVID as much back then or whatever, right? right? But yeah. but that just goes to show you the energy and the pain that they were holding on to. So much pain. And and the intention of these rallies were, I didn't have a political agenda. I don't know shit about politics. Mm. But it was to let these people feel seen. Like let them know that 
hey, everything on TV is happening, but like, look, 10,000 people showed up for you. Like, we're here to scream for you. And we had a lot of chants. And these chants I didn't realize was like a cathartic release. Mm. And it was like built up pain and all this tension that they're holding in their stomach. And when you hear thousands of people screaming together, like, hey, this is what community looks like. Mm. Rumbling with drums, just beating in the background. And everyone from kids to adults to grandparents, to white people, black people, Latin people, LGBTQ+, everybody, everybody was there. Wow. Standing against Asian hate. And that was the most beautiful thing. I love that, man. Yeah. You know, and I love, I also love that, you know, especially it's you talking about it, right? But one of the things that I, I never realized was that in that documentary, it said how, you know, like the Asian man is like, is made to fit in this role. Yeah. Right. And he's like not masculine. He's not strong. Right. He's book smart. You know, what we were joking around, he goes to college. He yep. like does he does what his parents tell him to do. He's a doctor, he's, he's a, a lawyer. He's a doctor, he's a lawyer, he's a yeah. whatever. Yeah. And here you are, you're you're a model, yeah. right? You're yeah, a model yeah. and you're 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 out here, you're 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 in a different mold completely. Totally. And I think that's what allowed you, bro, to see this vision and to enact this vision. Absolutely. Is that you didn't fit in the box that you were maybe you know, society wanted you to fix yeah, it. And I tried to fit in. Did you I really? tried to adapt. I went to the freaking went to the college, you know, tried to go into finance and went to engineering school. I yeah, I was dude, I was absolutely that, miserable. I was so yeah. sucking. I did it. I'm like, yeah. it's not me at all. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people try to do that just because they don't want to put shame on their family or or disappoint their parents because their parents sacrificed so much. But ultimately, they're just not living their truth, right? That's right. And you know, one statistic is that Asian American young adults, like let's say 30, 40, it's the only racial group with suicide as their leading cause of death. Yeah. And it's it could be because they're not living the truth. It could be because uh, like media is always shaming yeah. and degrading Asian men and women. And it could be racism right just like what we're seeing and a lack of sensitivity but you know what that is it's all dark energy it's completely it's dark it's just all darkness you know completely dark yeah yeah now what we're seeing is in chinatowns all over the country they're trying to build huge construction projects over it massive billion dollar jails and bridges and just trying to wipe out those communities really absolutely so 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 tell me this, right? If if I'm somebody listening to this show right now, you know, that admittedly, you know, like and, and I'm speaking, you know what, me, mm -hmm. right? Admittedly, outside of you, who I consider to be one of my closest friends, mm -hmm. I don't really have that much connection with too many. And then we have Austin, of course. Yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know, thanks to the the beautiful thing about plant medicine is that it really unites everybody. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. You know? We just see the light in each we other. You see the light That's in everybody, it. right? Yeah. But but if I but if I'm somebody who can honestly say I'm listening to this and I'm like, wow, mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't even realize this. I never thought about it. Right. Because right? like God bless them, but Asian people typically are just like they stick to themselves totally. and they're quiet. Right. Yeah. They're quiet, right? So how can I begin to open up and how can I begin to enact change, right? Like yeah. what does it feel like for you being an Asian American, right? And and what do you think would be some of the things that would cause, you know, great 
positive healing and change mm -hmm. amongst amongst all of us. Yeah, so I think these people, these groups who are so closed off, I think ultimately it came from pain. Pain builds walls, right? And you know, as conscious individuals, as leaders, as people who care, it's our job to break down those walls, right? And and there's a big thing called DNI, diversity inclusion. Diversity is like I invite you to the party, right? Or I need a certain amount of Asians, black, Latin woman to be at my university. Inclusion is inviting them to the table, inviting them to the conversation and letting them know they're safe. Like, hey, you belong here. You're right. safe. You're safe to speak, share, tell your story, right? That is inclusion. That is what I ask. Right. Right. And, and how about on a personal level? On a personal level, yeah. you know, like I, like I'm gonna, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, there's this, you know, there's just like, there's this again. I don't feel it with you. Totally, I don't feel it with Austin. I don't feel yeah. it with with our friends. But, yeah. but that's because we've done the work. Yeah, like we've we've done the work. We we've sat deep within our hearts and souls. But, but out here, you feel it. You know, mm -hmm. you feel this like separation almost. This type right. of thing. Like, right? How do we heal that? Yeah, that's a good question, Danny. Uh, and I think it really goes back to us taking the initiative or other people taking initiative because what we like to do is like hey they don't talk to us that, that right so right? we don't talk we to don't them. talk to them like well i whenever i try it's like well when you try to to approach a really successful person they probably won't talk to you either right but you but you want to know you want to know and if right. you care and you're like hey no i really want to care you missed that part of the story where you were 18 to 21 in that part of the college and like i, I want to dive deeper into that right Right. And you really show that you care. Same way you would talk to any person you looked up to. It's like, wait, 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 like you said X, Y, Z, like this, I know this about you. Tell me more. Tell about me more. That. Yeah. Like, tell you. me why. Yeah. Tell me how you feel when that happened. Right. And then we begin to break those barriers and then there's less separation. I love it. Right. Because end of the day, the most populated people in the world are Asians. I didn't know that. Totally. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, Asians are most of the, <laughs> half yeah, the yeah, yeah. more than yeah, half, half the world. world. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure, yeah. And for us to have this separation as conscious beings, especially in the West that influences so many people, it just causes more division, and more hate, and more fear. If you're enjoying this episode, I wanted to remind you that this episode is being brought to you by the energy of healing and transformation. And it is your time to act now to transform your life by awakening your highest self. Join us March 23rd, 24th, and 25th in Austin, Texas, live at Awaken Your Highest Self. Tickets are on sale now. Go to dannymorell.com backslash awaken and reserve your seats today. You know what's so funny, man? It's like, you know, when, when you journey, I, I guess I'm going to ask you, how many times have you journeyed with ayahuasca now? Four times, four times and each time was multiple days multiple days yeah right so like two or three yeah type of deal. yeah so i feel like right about the same because yeah. we went twice together right yeah we went yeah so we did a we did a mushroom thing together mushroom thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right and um i guess what i what i what i wanted to bring up is that whenever you finally decide to sit down with the medicine mm -hmm. it opens you up to universal truth right yeah, and like it, it opens you up to realize that everything that you think is here, that's just like the surface. That's just like the bottom. There's yeah. so much more, right? Yeah. And so, and I see you lighting up. So I, I want to talk to you about this, but in, in a second. But 
But what I want to bring up is that I always go to like the energy, right? Because mm -hmm. I know that the the number one energy is the source of love, mm -hmm. right? The source of love that is God. It's, it's that's everything. Love. That's everything, yeah. right? And so I always wonder, like you know, when there's a situation where a certain group of people are being made to feel this way and mm -hmm. so separate, like I wonder what's the energy behind it. Mm. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, I thought about it, and uh, a lot of there's a lot of things to blame, um, and I, I I think a lot of it stems from uh, political reasons, right? And how much control there is in Asia, um, and how stuck people feel there, right? And you know we see a lot of those patterns uh, are influenced to the Asian Americans, right? Because in in Asia, it really doesn't matter your your vote doesn't matter, your voice doesn't matter. Um, you, you know, speaking up can get you can get killed. You out killed. Um, in, in, in what country are we speaking about? Um, China, a lot North of, Korea for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But, that, but you see, that's so ignorant of me to say. But it's yeah, like yeah, no, it's that's true. all I know. Yeah, like, yeah. I just know North Korea bad. Like you know. Yeah, yeah. North Korea. And for all I know, it could be freaking awesome. But you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, for sure, it could be like what we have to do is understand that there's the people and then there's the government. Got it. And it's different. And the government is very strong. And the government is very controlling, and and it's like it, it just put these people in a pressure pot, and here they are, just like cooking, cooking themselves to death, and 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 stuck, and they feel stuck, and they feel like they have no power, no freedom, right? But look, we have to understand that things are not fair. That my position is different than other people's position, and if I'm in a position to do some good, I'm gonna do I'm gonna it. I'm gonna go do it. Yeah. So give me some examples because like I know I, I remember when we were sitting down in Mexico, I remember, you know, um, by the way, shout out to our brother Austin. Yeah. Yeah. And Choo Choo. But um, I remember when Austin was there with me, he, I, I remember he had this look in his eye like when I first did ayahuasca and I was like, the whole world needs to know about this. Like, uh, oh my God. Right. Yeah. And Austin was like, I got to get this to China. Because from what I know about China is, and I was there, mm. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I told you this. I was there and like in most of the world, I can get by because I uh -huh. speak English right. and Spanish. Right. So if I'm in Latin American country, whatever, I can read, I can yeah. connect, yeah, whatever. In Spain, you're fine. Sp I'm yeah. good. Yeah. China? Yeah. Fuck, bro. Yeah, it's different. I was like in like twilight zone. Yeah. And it was like people were just like, moving so fast mm -hmm. and no, it, it almost felt like n not no one but very rarely people weren't here yeah they were like here right yeah yeah and you're obviously different but tell me about that what are some of the things that people have to struggle through in asian countries that well, maybe we're, we don't know about well believe it or not native americans came from asia really yeah a lot of plant medicine came from asia a lot of medicine that asians are taking for health is plant medicine yeah yeah, yeah. and their teas and i i, I want to get into all that yeah towel yeah orgasm all that yeah yeah plant go, medicine yeah, yeah. right so what has happened is because of uh because the the government is trying to control everything and they want their people to have a certain way of thinking to benefit the economy to benefit them yeah they have suppressed all kinda this information. Like kind of sounds like America, by the way. Yeah. 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 They, they, they really suppressed this information, right? Um, we see what has happened in Nepal, right? And uh, to Tibet, right? Mm -hmm. Like 
we see what happened to these different religions, right? Even religions are controlled. It's like you can only really have these XYZ religions. And I'm not into this political world. I don't know much about China, but this is what I know. Got it. It's like the the wisdom, the ancient wisdom, a lot of it oh. has been suppressed. And because there is a threat to the, the government, if this wisdom is spread. Yeah, I got you. Because, because if the wisdom is spread and the truth is spread, then there the could government be a, is- It could be a revolt, there, could be, there a revol could be a revolution. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So one of the things that I love about Asian culture, I love all things health. So when I read and I read the books of like the Tao mm -hmm. and like your chi energy right. and a man and, you know, let, let's, let's talk about this. Totally. Because right? this totally like changed everything for me, not orgasming and, right. you know, retention, acupuncture yeah. and reten ret retaining your semen and, you know, even the power of the teas. Like totally. well, next time you come, bro, I gotta take you to this I, this tea shop. I, you know, ayahuasca is a tea. Yeah, yeah, for sure, know? for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so talk to me about that because I do like love. I love like, honest to God, if there was a point in time in my life where I could go and just like study. Totally, that's what I'm doing. That's what. Just, yeah, yeah. Just, just let's wrap. Yeah. Let's wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's so much ancient wisdom, right? When we talk about masculinity and femininity, right? It's essentially yin and yang, right? Yin and yang is seen as this like, you know, it looks like this this, this Chinese like martial arts logo, but essentially it's teaching us something. It's teaching us that masculine has to be masculine, but they need their yin, they need their feminine and feminine needs their, to, to tap in mostly to be in feminine, but they need their masculine. Is that the little circle? Yeah, the little, little circle, circle is the balance. Got it. Yeah, the little circle is the balance. So and you then, can, and then the, and then they're all in one circle. There's a unity. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. So Beautiful. Uh, there's so much lessons in that, right? It's ba it's all about balance. Like yeah. it's all about synchronicity, essentially, right? Right. And uh, those are things that we're talking about now. But you know, they've been they've they've been talking about this thousands of years. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And so I know that you've been practicing this, um, but. But semen retention. Semen retention. Right? This is for the men out there. This yeah, is very, this is very important. Men. Talk yeah. to us because I know you're going deep in this. I know I've read books on this and it actually does, it changes things. Immensely. It changes like when, I, when I'm at the gym, I'm like, I'm like a bull. You're right? different. Yeah, you're 100% different. Different. Why, I mean, is it, why is it important? So essentially uh, what we learn from these, uh, these teachings is that your semen is essentially life force. It creates life right and what we do is we watch something on on tv desensitizes us we let it out um you know we have this relationship with the screen and then you know it goes back to why we don't how we treat woman poorly it's all this right that's right but essentially the more that we retain our chi and it's not to say we don't ejaculate or we don't have sex or we don't get hard right you still do it right right but don't let it out as often, especially be intentional with it before you have sex. Like, hey, I'm not going to ejaculate this time. Absolutely. Like, um, and if you want to, and and it's like, hey, you know, I'm going to ejaculate, don't be hard on yourself. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And essentially you, what that chi does is you can use that energy and life force and you can still have orgasms with it. It's not as intense, but as you can have multi orgasms with it, right? Multiple. And you bring this life force, this chi, to your brain and you do this i know it's it's a longer conversation yeah but essentially during sex kind of before you ejaculate i would say like let's say you're 80 percent there right 
what what we do is we uh, like have a lot of these breaths. We kind of stop it. We kind of stop the sex. We kind of stop the movement as much, and you kind of communicate like, "Hey, I'm going to have this orgasm in my in my brain." You kind of communicate all this before, right? Mm -hmm. And what you want to do is squeeze your perineum, perineum right? Uh, squeeze your butt, squeeze your balls, yeah. bring it all up, and imagine the energy going up from your spine as you exhale right right a lot of people do it when they inhale but the ancient teachings is exhale and envisioning it coming up to your spine all the way to your mind and there has to be a little flow with your back to it to move your uh to move because that's kind of where the energy, fl the energy is flowing flows. yeah um, and we it's the what, what's the type of yoga kundalini it's the kundalini, kundalini right this is the right. kundalini energy they always move their back right right, right. and it's to get the fluid moving so you kind of move your back as you're in the sexual energy. You bring this life force to your brain and it's like an explosion. Mm. And the first time I've ever done it, uh, this one of my uh, partners was like, she just watched Avengers on the plane ride over and she was like, what? Like, And I'm all here shaking and like orgasm, having a full body orgasm. And she was like, she's like, I thought you were an Avenger. I thought you were gonna transform into an Avenger. I was like, <laughs> and you could just keep on tapping it once you're there you just keep on tapping it and it's yeah. uh, it's incredible and what that does like you can have different sensations with it but i attract a lot more women when i don't ejaculate because there's also this sense of ridiculous self-control that's right right and discipline yeah. right it's like i can if i can have sex and without without ejaculating what else can what i what else can you do yeah right. and they just sense it it's just yeah. it's like a smell in the air right? right it's like wow yeah. I'm able to manifest better because if you can create life with your semen, what else can you create? That's right. Right. So when I went, even in the mornings now, I would just kind of squeeze the perineum, bring it to my brain and um, kind of have that polarity, right? That electrical charge, right? That's how we create the field. Yeah. Right. It's, it's kind of like a positive and negative From battery. The bottom of the, yeah. All around. Us. Yep. And that's how we charge the field when we squeeze and we bring to the brain. And now your field is so strong and when you're in the field then you can bring things to you that you always wanted that's right bro the feelings that's right. it's you so crazy this. to me how many men don't understand this and when they are having sex right it's like it's so ass backwards bro it's so yeah. backwards because they're they've been conditioned by society to think like that is the goal right and so you know you're like three four five minutes or whatever right. and it's like that that's, there's no fun yeah there's no over. fun there's no life there's no creation there's no nothing it's just an action yeah women so, feel used they don't yes, feel loved exactly right? bro exactly yeah yeah and, uh, yeah well what i what i've experienced is that you know like you know for for the woman mm -hmm. i think she even wants or she even wants you more yeah way more because she knows a man that can hold that is is not even rare it's like extinct yeah a man who is even aware of that it's like forget about it yeah and you're in your masculine right? oh 100 percent. and and they'll tell you and they want just for their own ego for oh, yeah. you to come yeah, like yeah, hey yeah. you know why what that doesn't come on just come and you're like nope like i this is my discipline this is my this is my strength yeah and they get so much more turned on for, for by it like ridiculous right it's they ultimately feminine woman want a man who's extremely masculine and masculine men can control and have discipline absolutely and not be swayed by influence and if she does that and if she asks you to come and you do and it happens don't be hard on yourself she has less respect for you mm. because she knows 
that her words can influence your purpose. Yeah. Right? And if she can influence your purpose, the world can influence your purpose. That's right, bro. That's right. Yeah. I hope you fellas heard that. That was powerful. Yeah. Powerful. So let's take this in one final direction here. Mm -hmm. Plant medicine. Mm. Right? I don't, I don't, I don't believe it's as popular in the Asian community, is it? No, definitely right? not. And, yeah. and I only say that because of conversations with you and yeah. Austin. And then all the people we see. Just, yeah, I mean, yeah. look, at, if you just look in this picture, it's like, <laughs> there's like two Asian faces. Yeah, it's mostly white people. It's mostly white right people, now. right? Yeah. yeah. Very rare black people, by the way. Very rare. Very rare, which is like one of my like goals. Totally. It's like, I want to help black people. People of color. Oh, for sure. Latin, Latin too. Yeah, yeah. Like they're getting into it though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, when we host ceremonies, it's all Hispanic all Latin, Yeah, which oh, is yeah, amazing. All, yeah, yeah. It's I love pretty it. cool. It's pretty cool. But um, how has plant medicine helped change your life? Yeah, I mean, um, it kind of comes to you it kind of comes to it came to me when i felt like i needed it like i'm i was at this point in my life i owned seven restaurants what kind know, of restaurants by the uh, way? Uh, fast casual restaurants fast casual yeah i own seven restaurants we got to talk about plant-based by the way yeah 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 we do I just, I just had an idea yeah um i was working at instagram uh very kind of successful quote-unquote career driven and then I just never really asked myself why I was doing all these things. Like I was just doing it for success and ego. And I didn't even know it was ego. And I didn't know that all my actions came from a place of pain. All of it. All the actions, everything I've ever did, everything I achieved came to heal or came to just kind of block the pain. Yeah, put a little Band-Aid on it. Band-Aid, um, let people know that I got this and like the pain from my childhood, you know, like... It, it's like the, the, it doesn't exist because this happened. Yeah. And then here comes this thing, plant medicine, and it just kind of tells you like, damn, like, dude, you've been living from your pain your whole life. And what does that actually mean? And that this traumatic experience from your, from your childhood still impacts you now. And all this stuff that came up, it's like, oh, you know, you hated being Asian. Why? Like, your girlfriend broke up with you during this time you haven't healed and you and you still treat woman poorly because of that experience your dad was not good to your mom so now you still have that behavior like what the fuck like it's things that i haven't even paid attention to that are so important and it brings all that to the surface and it's all me it's all my stuff just things i haven't paid attention to and it's like we we gotta say we always say be ready when you tap into the plant medicine, ayahuasca, right? Peyote. Be ready because it's going to show you things that you got to work on. That's right. And I put myself in this three-year journey of working and embracing and healing. And, you know, I will, I'm not a perfect person. Because of the pain from childhood and all the racism, I joined the gangs. I robbed a ton of people. I beat up a ton of people. I got into a lot of fights. You know, I was drinking ridiculously. I organized events full of drugs and alcohol and other people suppressing their pain, right? Those were the events that I was creating. I didn't notice that. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize the karma behind cocaine, right? Like how every time someone does cocaine, someone in the forest is dying, the, the, the environment is dying. Whoever is creating the product, they're in fear, right? And whoever's taking that product in, they're probably in fear, right? And it's just a karmic cycle. 
destruction, right? It, I didn't know that. And then plant medicine just kind of shows you showed everything. me. It's like, what? And gives you a choice. Gives you a choice. Now I'm three years. It'll be three years without alcohol in February. Beautiful, man. You know, like I, I don't create these environments no more. Yeah. You know, and it absolutely changed my life. Yeah, man. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Final thought. Yeah. Um, num num number one, number one. I'm gonna ask you a couple things. Number one, somebody wants to. Somebody has been listening to the show. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's been a single guest we've ever had that hasn't had sat with plant medicine. Yeah. It's just you, 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 you can't. I don't. It, it's very difficult to reach the highest levels of your consciousness without it. Mm. But difficult, but yeah, it's difficult. So it's it, could, it could happen, but it's yeah. tough. What would you say for someone who's thinking of sitting with plant medicine? Yeah, the first thing is I think people judge it, right? Like, especially in their religions. And it's like, man, we got to stop judging things we don't know, right? And if, if you feel like you're in a transitional period of your life, if you feel like there's pain that has been coming up and that you don't know about, if you have confusion, Maybe this is something for you, right? I, I've done therapy, right? I felt like my analogy of the therapy is like jogging at the gym. So you can jog and it'll make you healthy. But if you're trying to like fast forward and get to the six pack. In one night. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I'll tell you the roadmap. It'll get right. you there. It'll be like, right. dude, here is the plan. Right. Like, dude, like this is it. Um, so, you know, I think everyone should sit with it. Um, so do I. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and it, you know I haven't done it in a long time. I know you haven't done it in a long yeah. time. It's a it's a thing you do for however many times you need, and um, you know. Yeah, because a lot of people goes, but 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 what if I get addicted? Like I, uh, I, I'll say in my case, I went in for mm -hmm. three years, and now I don't know that I'll sit again. Yeah, I know. I'm like I'm I'm good. You're, you feel I'm complete. In a really good space. Yeah. yeah. How about you? I haven't met anyone who's addicted. I know people who go in for years at a time, mm -hmm. um, but they never stay addicted, right? Um, you can't get addicted. It's, I don't. It's, yeah, it's, I, it's a healing thing. It's I, actually yeah. the opposite of addiction. It's. I mean, it doesn't like. Yeah, it doesn't taste good. It's a long. It's a big investment in 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 terms of time and resources. It's like it's hard to get addicted to those things. Because it's, it, it, it's almost like you gotta want it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's God designed it that way. Yeah. So perfectly. that you gotta wanna you gotta wanna go. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, other drugs, for example, like cocaine, so addicting, it's instant. You get it, you there's no ceremony behind it. You feel it for like 20, 30 minutes, it's gone. You know, I plant medicine, you're in there. Yeah. Like it's a big investment. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then finally, um, you know, if you're if you're if you'd have one message to non Asian Americans out there. Yeah. What would it be? I think especially to your audience, right? It's like yeah. your audience is mostly conscious pe people trying to do better, right? Understand that there's people out there who haven't had the, the privilege and the ability for you to, like you, to do the work, to be conscious, to meditate, to take plant medicine and reach out to those people like the Asian community who are in a lot of pain and just invite them right it's like like i said it's not it's not the diversity it's the inclusion right invite them to the dinner table yeah, man. right allow other people to hear their story because those people they've just been shut down and and beat up and have been told that they don't matter 
right? because of the way they look. Because of the way they look. I hate that. Right? And it's like for us to elevate collective consciousness, there are people. That's they're right. our people. We are all one, right? right? So if we don't work on a group of people, that's the majority of the world. What the fuck are we doing to ourselves? That's right. So That's right. Because whatever they're feeling, you're feeling. Totally. That's right. Right? We feel it collectively, right? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. There's a recession. We feel that. Absolutely. Right? People are in pain during when BLM was happening. Man, I had these back spasms because I just could not deal with it. I didn't had all this energy, right? And I marched with the black community. I led rallies with the black community. I led rallies with the Afghan community. And I was invited there because of the same level of consciousness that they wanted other people to see Asians speak of, mm -hmm. right? So we can all do that. Absolutely. How do they get a hold of you? Instagram. It's my name, Jack Liang. Jack Liang. And Liang yeah. is spelled? L-I-A-N-G. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. You know, this, Always, is, this, this means so much because, you know, you're, this is the inclusion, right? You're allowing your audience to hear someone else's perspective and together, this is how we grow. And you know what? I, and I want and I want to say something. And you know, if, if you've if you've listened to this episode, I, I really want you to understand. Like there was no, we were just hanging out. Right. There was no motive. It was like, bro, we got to talk about this. Yeah. We we got to talk about this because it's an issue. Because I remember when it was an issue for mm -hmm. me, and that means it's an issue for other people. And totally. we got to talk about it. Yeah, it goes to show your heart. You know, like you care. Yeah. Right. Well, and uh, yeah. it's amazing. It shows. And, and it, as you said that, I thought about that because, you know, it's so funny. Like, I remember a time in my life where everything was motive-based, mm. you know? Like, what can I get out of this? And it was, no, it's just when you say inclusion, inclusion is love. Totally. That's all it is. It's just love. And if if you see a problem, right? I was even, you know, Jack, I was even, I was walking just the other day in downtown Austin and I saw this individual and he was homeless, mm -hmm. but he was sipping on like a coffee and he looked at me, you know? And mm -hmm. I thought in that moment, I obviously do what I always do. I looked at him, I smiled, I nodded, right. whatever the case may be. And I thought, how many people don't smile and acknowledge homeless people just right. because they're homeless and they look the other way. And it's like in that moment, you are making them feel less than human. Totally. Just do the basic things of acknowledging them. You know, the, the Buddhists say, the one thing you can do to improve your karma and to help the world is every single person you encounter, send them a blessing without even saying it. Wow. That's all you need. It's just bless this person. Hope he finds healing. Hope he finds love. I love that. That's it. We're going to end it right there. Yeah, perfect. Man, thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. That was this week's episode of The Higher Self. Um, I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you share it with, with some of your friends and I hope that it opens up dialogue like this one uh, with an Asian American and an African American or whatever. We're all the same. All of this separation because of the way you look, it's, it's, it's all the system and it's all by design to keep you separate from other people, which means ultimately that it's trying to keep you separate from you. And it's up to you to find love in your heart to be able to have the courage to move past all of that and see the truth. And the truth is, is that is that we're all one. We'll see you next week. Thanks for watching or listening. If this week's episode resonated with you deeply and you're ready to discover more about yourself, go to dannymorell.com and check out some of our upcoming events and our resources. Or if you'd like to learn more about our coaching programs, simply shoot us a message on Instagram and one of our team members will reach out to you immediately.